You're listening to After Sunday with Ginger Daniel, where we chat about how to live out the Word of God for the people of God. Hi, friends. We are back. It is February the 5th of Friday, and we are in for Chapter 5 of the Psalms and Proverbs. We will start with Psalms today. Welcome if it's your first time with me. The title of Psalm 5 is Lead Me in Your Righteousness. This is a prayer of King David. We want to all pray, God, lead me. Let's start with verse 1. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. Verse 3 always makes me think of a text I love in Isaiah which says, you wake me morning by morning to listen like one being taught. And here in this text, King David is saying to the Lord that the Lord hears his voice. So you see this back and forth, really between a believer and their Lord, that we're listening to him. We wake in the morning and to listen like one being taught. And he listens to us. This is a back and forth. That is true prayer. Prayer is not just talking at God, but listening to him and him listening to us. Verse 4, for you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Verse 7, but I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. Here we go again, the fear of the Lord. And he says that he's entering that house through love. Aren't we all most welcome to God through love? Not through fear or legalism or rules. Don't we all want to enter the house of God because of love? Verse 8, lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. This is the cry all throughout Psalms and Proverbs, that our way would be straight. And that comes as we ask the Lord to lead us. Verse 9, for there is no truth in their mouth. Their inmost self is destruction. Verse 9, talking about a truth here, means that those who don't know the Lord, and King David here is talking about his enemies, those who come after him, those who don't know the Lord don't really have access to the truth. But we know from Corinthians that there's a veil over their eyes, just as there was a veil over my eyes before I came into Christ. But that veil can be lifted when you come to Christ and put your faith in him for the very first time. And the Holy Spirit is the one, according to John, chapter John, that wants to lead us into all truth. And that truth is found in Jesus Christ and no one else. Verse 10, make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsel. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. See, God knows. He knows those who are being truthful and those who are being deceitful. Verse 11, but let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. That's an excellent verse to memorize. Let's read it again. Verse 12, for you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. What does that mean for you and I? Do you need that today? That God's favor will be your shield. That might be just what you needed to hear today. 
So now we'll move to Proverbs chapter 5, and this entire chapter is a warning. Throughout Proverbs, we find many warnings because it is, after all, a book on wisdom. This specific chapter is a warning against adultery, an entire chapter just about this subject. Now, we'll see warnings against this actual sin uh, throughout other chapters, but this chapter is all about that. Verse 1, my son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding, that you may keep discretion, and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life, her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, O sons, listen to me, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others, and your years to the merciless. Man, verse 9 is powerful. It says, lest you give your honor to others. Do you want to hand your honor over? That's powerful. Verse 10, lest strangers take their fill of your strength, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. See, there's great loss with great sin. Verse 11, and at the end of your life, you groan when your flesh and body are consumed and you say, how I hated discipline and my heart despised reproof. That we go so far down the road of not just temptation, but the action of sin because we hated discipline. We didn't, we couldn't handle that someone corrected us. We couldn't um, admit that we were being tempted to go in the wrong direction. Verse 13, I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to their instructions. I am at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. See, there we have not just the consequence of sin personally, but how it affects an entire group, a family, a community, or a church. Verse 15, drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. This is a call back to those of us who have committed to marriage and a covenant marriage for life to see what we have right in front of us. The wake-up call for each of us is found in verse 21. For a man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. Another meaning for that word ponder is to make level. But we know often that ponder is to consider. Our ways are always before the Lord. He sees everything. That is our reminder today. To seek wisdom, to stay on the path of righteousness, and to ask the Lord to guide us, to lead us. And if we're tempted to turn back and get back on the road, see what we have right in front of us and thank the Lord for how he's blessed us. Hope you have a great day.